everybody, this is Dave Morris for Hacker Public Radio. I'm here with my friend Tom Kane, who, um, and we went to FOSDEM um, at the beginning of February. And I thought it'd be interesting if we were to just get together and have a little chat about uh, our experiences there. It's taken us more than a month to, to, us, to get to this point <laughs> for various reasons, technical and just the busyness of life and so on. But uh, so be it. But anyway, so we'll, we'll give it a try. Um, so, Tom, you'd never been to, to Fosden before, neither had I. Um, what, what made you want to go? Well, a number of things. First of all, actually, it was great to know that you were going. Mm-hmm. That was that was a big thing for me um, because I know um, how knowledgeable you are in this area. But also the idea that thousands of young people who are interested in... Well, not actually, I'll take that out. Just thousands of people, but mostly young people mm-hmm. who are interested in open source software were going to the effort of getting together, but also that a university in Brussels was going to make available space for them to meet and make a whole event out of it, give over lecture rooms and walkways and places to set up food stalls and stands and all that stuff. It was very exciting to know, and yeah, that must that yeah, must have been done yeah. on a shoestring, actually. It Yes, yes. It, it didn't look like... Uh, you know, it, it cost a vast amount, but it, it was an amazingly effective setup. Yeah, it, it just, uh, yeah, it, it didn't. It didn't have the flashiness of big, big international conferences. But then, who wants the flashiness? Because sometimes it, it's empty of other stuff when you when you encounter that. I know you go to quite a lot of conferences, don't you? Yeah, Very various sorts, yeah. and uh, you know, but as as a as a thing full of quality, I thought it yes. was. It was an amazing event. That's the other thing. The quality was very high. And <clears throat> given that it was so specialist, it was amazing that all these very interesting people had found out that it was even there <clears throat> and turned up and had made a big success of it over yeah. these years. Yeah. So that was that was, that was was a big indicator to me that this was something a little bit special. And these are kind of people that I admire. These are people that I strove to be like when I was younger and still admire but yeah. just for the the way they are yeah, and what they yeah, do yeah <coughs> it's quite astonishing how many people who were very active in the various area, areas where it were there they were the the developers who were really working on the on the yeah. stuff which which I had not fully appreciated before I went mm. so but you had uh, I I just flew over to, to Brussels from uh, from Edinburgh and it was a fairly simple process for me, um, fairly early, because there's not many planes go over that way. I had to start off about, I don't know, about half past two in the morning. But uh, but you had a far more interesting journey across there. Do you want to tell well, us yes. about how you how you managed? Yeah, well, I am, um, well, first of all, such a cheap, cheap, cheapskate. I... I saw, I was thinking this would be great to go see this first time thing. It just sounds wonderful and mad. But then I just thought, you've got to be careful. So I was lucky enough to see a 16 euro 99 cent return from Brussels. <laughs> so I just thought, you know, Whoa. if you can get back for 17 euros, just find the cheapest <laughs> way you could possibly get to go there. So... Unfortunately, the cheapest way that I could find to go there involved taking a bus, first of all from Edinburgh to London, and then from London right through to the centre of Brussels. The only unfortunate part about that was the first heart. It was a nice bus, but (laughs) there wasn't much sleep being done. It was an overnight to the morning to to get to to Victoria and London by about 6.30, 
Um, being in London's great, though. Actually, sure. I like that kind of travel. There's a bit yeah. of human thing going on, a kind of yeah, yeah. caravan, sarai thing going on, <laughs> the people you meet on the bus. And then um, what was lovely, though, was when you went on the, the, the channel tunnel, you went through with you, the bus drives onto the great train and mm-hmm. it goes underneath, and you get off at the other end, and then you drive through the flatlands to to Belgium mm-hmm. and then right yeah. into Brussels. That would be interesting. It was lovely to see. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Lovely li- landscape, yeah. <clears throat> Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, well, only took 18 hours or something. <laughs> it, was, it was horrific. <laughs> it, was, it was quite a mammoth undertaking. <laughs> Did it keep you on the bus when you're going on the train, or do you? Do you yeah, well, well, it's not a long journey on the train, right? right. Um, but yes, but no, 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 no. You can get off and you can walk along even the outside of the bus, and you oh, can okay. use facilities that are there. Okay. Um, now I've I've been on that train, but just as a as a train passenger rather than a. I've seen these mm. these weird flat bed things that you can drive cars and lorries and stuff onto. Mm. Wow, that's, that's quite something. Did you take any pictures by any chance? I did. <laughs> In fact, actually, I met some really interesting people on the bus. That was just wonderful. Right? Yeah. That's another story. That's a whole other story. You'll have to, have to tell us more about that some other time. So, anyway... Um, so that was that was interesting. So we were we were both there by the Friday with the, the actual event starting on the on the Saturday, which was which I thought was great. Actually, I would certainly do that again. Get there early because uh, Brussels is a is a city well worth uh, wandering around. It's a beautiful place. A little mm. chilly in early February, yeah. but uh, but still can't yeah. complain. Um, the other thing that I noticed <clears throat> the other thing i noted to myself was if you if you ever go to fosdem make sure you stay right through to the end preferably leave the following day i know both you and i left on the sunday actually before the, the event had finished i think um there were quite a few interesting things going on into about five six in the evening and then uh Possibly after you know, this, you could have gone and helped to yeah. dismantle it all if you'd, yeah. if you'd been so inclined. So uh, yeah, staying I, to the end seemed uh, like yeah. a, a desirable thing. If I ever go back, then I'd definitely do that. Yeah, but uh, I think there is something else that was special about that is they got to know each other. Then yeah. little links were taking place yes. across yes. these projects, and and that was really nice because what you get the impression that often they would be going back to places of work where they might be a little bit isolated mm-hmm. in a, mm-hmm. a nesting box of yeah. some sort. Yeah. In this great was, environment, yes, yes, it was a great melting pot, I think, for, yeah. for all sorts of uh, meetings and, and discussions, mm. as I think many many of these sorts of conferences yeah. are, but yeah. particularly this one. Mm. So, yeah, so your overall impression was obviously very positive. The mm. the venue was great, mm. and obviously the content was brilliant. Mm. Um, but what about talks? Was there was there anything? What what, uh, what in particular? Because you you were you had actually based yourself outside Brussels, hadn't you? So you were yeah. you were you were in Louvre. maybe n- not able to get in to the earliest of, of talks in the mm. morning. Yeah, uh, no, because <clears throat> they did start fairly fairly sharp. They did actually, and they were pretty full on. Well, I had I had a couple of things that I was particularly interested in, and one was the tricky area of using video uh, right. within the Linux environments and and sound. Um, I've got this little project of wanted to work with video and sound and record um, um, observations about people in the video mm-hmm. for educational purposes. So that right. if you do a, a real-world link from a classroom to something out in the real world, you've got, if you record that, you've got um, you've got an object to work with. And the young people who are involved in a link like that can actually talk about 
cognitive processes within it. So, mm -hmm. for instance, if they're engaging with somebody about a question that's to do with politics or an understanding of an issue, that they recognise that that's going on at that point in the clip. And then the teacher can see how deep their understanding is of what was going on and whether or not they've met some curricular requirements. So the use of video in classrooms right now is just, it's just a real future possibility for showing young people the world as it is and for them to be able to comment and question that world um, and I, I was looking to find Linux tools that are robust rather than the commercial tools that you would use right. from right. and um, I think they're starting to come along but I don't know that they're 100% safe just yet or, mm. or robust but it was brilliant to go and see the people the work that people have been doing with video for Linux for instance stunning amount of work going yeah. on with that and the codecs, the, the amalgamation of different software to cover every form of sound, every form of video every possible output beautiful work from people who are just interested in doing it as a, a challenge Good, yeah. 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 and hopefully they can monetize it for themselves as well, and they do sure. but, but, but not these gigantic colossal sums of money that your large organisation is trying to make from people yeah, which is very off-putting if you're yeah. a small educational establishment with very small budgets yeah. and so on. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good. Okay, mm. okay. Well, um, I was going to just mention a few things that I'd been to, to see, um, some of the specific talks. I uh, had decided to go along to the to uh, one of the keynotes. There was a keynote about uh, an exercise which had been undertaken to look for style and grammar errors in in the English Wikipedia, which uh, you would think oh, must be fairly challenging. Boy, did it sound like it was a challenge, but they seem to have done some amazing work oh. there. Not all of which I understood, I have to yeah. admit. It was it was well worth mm. well worth listening to that mm. particular talk. Um, there was a few other a few other keynotes that I would have liked to have gone to but didn't get to. But uh, um, I had on my list of things to see. I wanted to go and uh, see some of the Postgres database stuff, and naively I toddled along to the first one of these. We were talking about using JSON in uh, in Postgres, and it was so full that it was <laughs> overflowing, and there was no way at all you get in there. So that that sort of set the trend uh, a bit. Yeah. So quite a lot of uh, really interesting looking talks. You either had to be camping out there for an hour beforehand, <laughs> or you, you just gave up and yeah. went and had a coffee and waited for the videos to come along. Well, you see, but that's the exciting thing. Yeah. That they videoed them yeah, all. Absolutely, and so absolutely. they're all available the, to people. And the speed <clears throat> with which they went up was was, was amazing too. Yeah, I that's massive. You spotted that. Yeah. Massive. So, uh, so yeah. So I, I ended up going, aiming to go to talks, and then hopping along to something else instead. Mm -hmm. um, I went to listen to some a guy talking about a visual editor for Wikipedia, mm. Um, mm. which sounded really good. If you've ever edited wikis, they're not the most pleasant thing to, to work with, so something something visual would be very, very mm. nice. Mm. Um, I also went to talk about the Postfix um, MTA by, the, by its author, Weeksy Venema, Ooh. Who somebody I'd known about for quite some time. He'd been, he has been a, a big, big name in the 
in the Unix world for quite some time, and it was quite interesting to hear him talk. That room was, there was enough seats, but it was they chose one of the biggest rooms, obviously knowing they would have a big, uh, big turnout for that, and it was, it was really good. Yeah, well, it was a colossal number of talks, and then hearing you speak there, I, I remember some of the other ones that really struck stuck out for me. Um, what databases is, is an area that I'm really interested in mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. Um, and to see the different forms of language query language that are being evolved right now um, and queries that will search for um, ordinary text or through ordinary spoken or written text mm-hmm. across paragraphs and and with all technical um, functionality of save specs of um, camera lens and focal distances all built in with the way that manufacturers write these things down with their colons and slashes and all this sort of stuff uh-huh. built into a kind of template for search yeah, right. it's amazing how young people well I'm the modern generation of of kind of hackers or or developers or pushers or pioneers or are actually pushing um, search in exactly the same kind of way that Google is mm-hmm. I mean and this is all going to be open source people are going to learn all these brilliant search methods they'll go into the various different means of searching just over text and yeah, yeah. the other one for me that was really outstanding was the number of ways that they've got visualising data now yes <coughs> yes it's it's interesting you say that because I had put down on my list of, of things to go and find out about there was a talk called The Power of Graphs to Analyse Biological Data and as a one-time biologist, I thought, well, that might sound interesting. I have no idea what it is, but go along and listen. And I found it quite fascinating. I knew nothing really about uh, bioinformatics, which is what this was. Um, uh, but it's, it's largely about dealing with humongous amounts of data and getting sufficient information out of it to, to make meaningful analyses uh, meaningful decisions about uh, about what it what it means and what to do do about it they were talking about data genetic data relating to to various cancers and so forth and how you could identify you know various attributes you could spot that maybe there was a proneness to a cancer in a population of people that hadn't been appreciated before based on Things which were using a graphical analysis, doing a doing a, drawing effectively a picture of uh, of the data, which was utterly <laughs> is amazing. Yeah. I don't think I would ever get my head around exactly yeah. how to work with it, but it, I found it quite fascinating oh, uh, yeah. that that, it, that this is the work that's being done. Mm. And again, search. I mean, the the, the new means that they've got of mm. search, big data. The fact that a lot of it's statistical, but they will then render that in a way that you can visually picture something. Mm. Um, and then the choice, the, the fact that so much complex search is taking place in kind of genetic structure, and then there's all this other and another kind of scale altogether of just looking at people's buying and where they're going and what their yeah. interests are, so that we're doing it in the microscopic scale and also in the super macroscopic yeah, scale. Yeah. Same things, but isn't that a little bit mind blowing? <laughs> from is, the very, very is. small to the very, very large. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I was taken with you were talking about databases um the prevalence of um, these no sql databases oh yeah this thing Incredible. um i tried to go to the a talk on schema design in MongoDB to find that it was was oversubscribed about three times judging by the number of people waiting to get into the room um didn't get to that but but you know a lot of the stuff was being built on top of MongoDB and and, and equivalents i think mm. 
That's the cat, by the way. We're in my house at the moment. And my cat is demanding attention. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that was. I know not again very little about uh, NoSQL databases. Do you? Have you is this an area you? No, it's, it's well, but 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 you can see where that's coming from. That's mm. big data and data science and all yeah. that area. They have to have these things. In fact, if I mean, it's just a great way to set up your own alternative to Google mm. to to be able to do all these wonderful things that Google has made a business out of. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd like to get more into this, find out a bit more about it. I have to say. Mm. So uh, yeah, the. Um, the other thing um, I was going to mention was uh, uh, being a bit of a Pearl fanatic. I tried to go to a few of the Pearl talks. Um, I only got to one, actually, at the end of the day. It was really hard to, to get to everything, what with what with the talks and the uh, all the, the tables. The tables. Which, were, which had some amazing stuff. They had them. amazing things. I know that Ken has done a whole series of interviews with people. I think he went round all of the... One of the different tables and spoke to pretty much everybody about what they were doing. Um, fascinating stuff. Mm. But um, yeah, so I went to listen to talk about Net LDAP, which is a, a Perl interface, the LDAP uh, um, directory system, which uh, which was interesting. Um, but you know, just 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 for amusement <laughs> more than anything else. <laughs> so, but uh, um, I um, I had so I had decided to go and join in with the key signing process on the Sunday afternoon which pretty much blocked me out from going to a number of talks that I'd wanted to go to. I'm glad I did because it was a great great exercise. I found it most interesting. Met some very interesting people Fabulous there as well. <laughs> yeah. How long were you there altogether? About two hours I wow. think in total. Yeah, it was it was slower than I expected yeah. it to be but I think there was a fair number of people there. Yeah. So it, it was brilliant to see the them all. Logistics of it was mm. uh, was quite difficult to, to get right. They did a damn good job, oh, I have to say. But um, yeah, so it was good to go there. But I, but it would have been nice also to uh, to listen to some of the other talks that I never mm. got to. Mm. It wouldn't have been possible. Um, was it what, was it five thousand plus talks? No, it's five thousand people. Five thousand. Five hundred. Also talks. Four hundred lectures. Yeah. Lots of hackers. Lots of beer. <laughs> there was a fair bit. Yeah, it was a lot on Friday night. Actually, yeah. it was a big beer beer do on uh, Friday night. That was quite something. But yeah. uh, a fair yeah. bit of beer floating around in the yeah. place itself as well. Yeah. So. Right. So two days, four hundred talks, two hundred a day. How could you possibly get? To I know. All that? I know. I know. It's just just mad. <laughs> yeah. I think you mentioned the. Just going back to the venue, the the way they did the food there was quite something. I had not envisaged. I thought they were going to have some canteens or something open. Well, it being a university. And well, I think that would have been a cost. I'm kind of thinking yeah. they must have thought we have to do this on a shoestring. So probably yeah. they invited all the. But but difference between the United Kingdom and a country like Brussels, eh, Belgium, the um. The, the quality of the food I thought was pretty good it was damn good yeah. it was yeah, pretty yeah, nice yeah. and it, it, if, if anybody's maybe looked at any of the photographs mm. uh, that are available on um, Flickr and so forth there's quite a lot of them yeah. uh, it was a big um, as a courtyard in the university yeah. where a bunch of fast food vendors had been, been wheeled up in their various uh, yeah. trailers and whatever vegan soup yeah just the yeah. burgers that were just you're just Epicurean, You're just <laughs> lovely to look at. They were great, yeah, and, and Belgian waffles and what's uh, <laughs> a Belgian waffle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was quite something. Yes. Yeah, 
I, I had not envisaged such a thing. I was quite quite overwhelmed with it. And of course, it was mobbed. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Five thousand people, and everybody words. wearing black or grey or <laughs> yeah. little stubby beard. It was a wonderful thing. I'm so <laughs> glad I attended. So, <laughs> really good. Yes. So, would you go back? Yes. Will you go back? Yes, 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 yes. Definitely. Um, first of all, I mean, you get a bit isolated when you you are in, or you're you're interested in open source software. Mm. But it, it does seem to have a real life in a way that it didn't have one generation ago. Yeah, um, yeah. There are ways that people can make money from it. Um, they can. There's a global community. It's instantaneous. They're in touch. They're, I mean, this thing with, for instance, what you've been doing with Mumble and people just being able to talk around the planet at the same time. It's a much more connected, um, organised group of people working on things now than it was in the past. So that's quite inspiring. Um, it's nice to see the physical bodies and all that stuff yeah. they're there yeah. but it's also nice to know that they will disperse and that they will still continue to work in their own you know particular areas of gigantic interest yeah, yeah. on their own yeah no. that was that I, I i liked strangely enough i liked the human part of it yeah, yeah more than too, anything me too yeah it was, it was uh uh, there, there would have been a time I would have been daunted by such a such a group of quote hackers, yeah. but really there were some great people there. Oh yeah, the people that I did get to, to speak to and mm. so on, and uh, particularly in the key signing thing, mm. really really great great people. I'm, I'm glad to glad hear I you met. Yeah, I'm glad you made a program about that. I'd like to hear that. <laughs> I'm looking forward yeah, to that. It's it's due in a, due next week, I think, <laughs> in the schedule of things. It's so. Well, good luck. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, Tom. That's, oh, uh, that's good. Dude. It was uh, mm. it was fun fun to be there. I'm glad yeah, glad was. you managed to make it. It was fun to meet up with you there yeah, and yeah, you uh, hang out a bit and stuff. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. Well, let's let's hope we can do it again next year. Next year. All right. <laughs> okay. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All BinRef projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.